0: Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal, and I'm Julia, also known as that one sober friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally. Slow down. Life's a merry-go-round, but things ain't merry when you're going through the motions. Fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? Yo, yo, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Happy Tuesday, friends. Happy Tuesday. I'm in a pretty good mood today, so hopefully y'all don't ruin it for me. Just kidding. You couldn't ruin it even if you tried, because you're just listening to me. But yeah, I hope everyone's having a good day so far. And at this point, I'll be rolling into my new job. I'm assuming, whenever you're listening, actually. I'll start my new job at like 8.45, so Central Standard Time. So wherever you are in the world at that time send me some vibes because i'm walking into an office for the first time in fuck 5 years a long time i have not had a first day in an office in a really 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 long time so yeah it's going to be crazy um meeting coworkers talking to them passing people in the hallway like what the fuck passing people in the hallway that's going to be crazy. That's just one of those things where, I I don't know, I used to get real in my head about passing people in the hallway when I was in middle school and shit. Oh, especially high school. I could walk by my girlfriend in high school. If it was just like, say, we, I was like, oh, teach, I got to go to the bathroom. And then I would walk in the hallway during class, you know. My girlfriend could be walking down the hall, and I would just act like I didn't see her. Just, whoop, head down, like I'm texting. We didn't even have signal at school. Whew, that's awkward times in life, high school, middle school. For real, though, I I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I dated a girl in high school and maybe said 10 sentences to her all freshman year in real life. Like, we talked on MSN like crazy, crazy. But real life? Oh, my God, how was I ever going to talk to her in real life? Are you kidding me? And we had classes together. We legit, like, I know we had science class together, and then my friend Macaulay would just always be like, dude, go talk to her. And I'm like, bro, in real life, what? <sighs> what an awkward time in life. But yeah, tomorrow I will be seeing people in real life, in the office, and that's going to be crazy. We'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. But yeah, kind of wanted to talk about the last three weeks or so because I know Julia was riding solo last week, and then the week before, I kind of touched on my new job, and I think I was just about to say, like, yeah, I have two to three weeks off to just really do whatever, and that's kind of what I want to talk about is is what that was like. So it was it was cool. It was extremely cool. I feel like that's a very unique opportunity as an adult to just have three weeks off. I don't feel like that happens very often, obviously. Because that's not how I don't it's just not something you really do. Like I, I I kinda got lucky in the way that when I told my job I was leaving, they honored the two weeks that I gave, but they said, you know, hey, you can go ahead and head out. That's how it is in my industry, because really only I could only do harm if I stuck around. So that's for my industry, that's pretty typical. And yeah, just had three weeks to kind of do whatever I wanted. So one thing that I did when I was when I was off is yoga. I got into yoga. I joined a studio and did a decent amount of yoga, which was really cool. It was really cool. It. I'm I, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm the most unflexible person ever. I can barely touch my shins. Like I have to bend to touch my ankles and I'm not exaggerating. I really do have to bend to touch my ankles. I'm not flexible at all, but it's, it's like, for me, it just wasn't about that. It was going in there. It was about being a, being bad at something. It was about learning. It was about sharing space with people that are very calm and peaceful. It was about creating that vibe for myself, carving out time in the day to just be, to breathe, and to just really soak all of that in, and it was it was nice. It was really nice. I I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna try and continue doing that moving forward. I think finding that combination between weightlifting and yoga is gonna be something that I need to think more about and, and see how I figure it, you know intertwine those two things. But yeah, doing yoga was great. I, I really enjoyed doing yoga and and figuring that out i went on a lot of walks a ton of walks and then i tried to get out in nature and do more hikes too so i would walk around the neighborhood a lot but i always do that and then yeah i was going to the lake i was i was getting out on the lake doing some paddleboarding. i would go hike um just really trying to put myself into really calming relaxing situations that's that's really what i try to do the most on these three weeks off was put myself in situations where i haven't really been able to relax the past few years just due to to work and quotas and stuff so you know if you don't know i'm in sales uh a lot of like my job is a quota for the quarter so i kind of work three months towards that quota and then the month that that those three months in and then it starts over so a lot of my job, it's not that I work a ton of hours because I don't, but I, I do have to work kind of whenever. you know, if someone hits me at nine o'clock, I need to hit them back. And more than anything, it's the stress level that I carry. So I was I was waking up at two, towards the end of my my time at my last job. I was waking up 2, 3 am and just not able to go back to sleep for a couple hours. My, I, I was wearing my whoop. I was averaging really about five hours of sleep per night, which is just not enough. It's just not enough. So um, yeah, it was, it's just kind of a stressful job, which is fine, you know, that's fine. But I'm just saying it was nice to disconnect and be able to just go find calm in the, the day-to-day life, you know, go to the gym, go do yoga, watch a movie, lay on the couch, lay on the floor and just like, you know, let my dog lick my face and kind of wrestle with him. Just a lot of moments like that. And and one thing that I thought was a really unique experience that I got during that time was, you know, I, I didn't have the really the the thought of, oh, I have to return back to this job or I have to, you know, Monday I got to go back in. So it really freed up a lot of mental real estate for me to think and, you know, think about what I want, what I want the next five years to look like, where I want my money going, where I want to have auto drafts for investment, just like, honestly, a lot of stuff that has been on autopilot, right? Like, yeah, I've had money going certain places and I've had, um, you know, thoughts of what I want my life to look like. But when you're in the thick of it with work, which does take up a majority of our mental real estate, you don't really ever think like, okay, let me kind of analyze my financials and where I really want my money to go. Let me analyze what I want my life to look like and maybe kind of how I reverse or tweak some things to to get closer to that. And I had that opportunity. Um, you know, one thing that really stood out to me in those three weeks off was just how much peace and calm I was finding. And I would be out on these trails, you know, doing hikes, listening to music or, or just like, you know, not listening to music, just taking nature, the sound, the music of nature. in while I was, uh, while I was hiking and I, and then I would find myself like I'd get home shower and then I would get on social media or something. And that, that feeling that I felt in nature was almost the exact opposite of the feeling that I was feeling when I was at home relaxing. So I thought that that was really interesting because I, I mean, social media for all of us is kind of a a habit almost, right? Like you grab the phone, you start scrolling and, and that's what it is. I don't even wanna know what my screen time was. I'm sure it's embarrassingly high. There's no doubt about that. Like I, I'm definitely on my phone a lot as someone who lives alone and works from home and is naturally introverted, it's pretty easy for me to just pick up the phone and scroll TikTok or scroll Instagram and all that. But the reason I'm talking about all this is I I did decide to to get off of social media, but not just get off social media and not, not for a set amount of days, but also just like get off and have some privacy in my life. That's something that that I haven't had in my life really ever in my adult life. And that's that's totally my choice that I had, but like I was sharing everything about my life from drinking, from anxiety, from relationships, to really anything. My outlet was, okay, I'm gonna make a video about it. I'm gonna post it. It helps me feel better. It makes others feel better, blah, blah, blah. And I think that that was true at that time. I think at that time, you know, it did feel good for me to create. It did feel me to, good for me to share. And I think I, I did help others. Like, I think those things can be true and then not be true today. Um, you know, I feel good on the pod. I like the pod. I like the long form content or uh, the long form content. I like being able to have conversations with Julia. The, the podcast feels good to me. The 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 videos on TikTok, any Instagram posts, all of that to me lately has felt like validation seeking i feel like i'm creating to get validation i feel like i'm posting to get validation i'm changing my clothes i'm taking you know if i'm posting a photo it's like i want 20 photos so i can pick the best one i if i don't get a certain amount of likes i'm like what the hell what was wrong with that um if you know like just so much validation around instagram and tiktok for me and then just yeah, just like the the fact that I was giving access to anybody like or giving anybody access to to everything about me, the breakups, the anxiety, the sobriety. You didn't have to go earn that at all. And that's fine, like I said, at that time in my life I think that that's that was okay and that's what I wanted and that's that was all good. But at this point in my life I don't think that's what I want. I want some privacy. I want some, it's not mystery. I don't want like mystery to me, but I just want to be on my own wave. I don't want TikTok and Instagram to tell me how to think. I don't want them to tell me that this is right and this is wrong. And I don't want, you know, I don't want things popping up on my my algorithm that just trigger me, which is what really algorithms are are supposed to do is trigger us. And you know, just like, just to give you an example of something that, like, this is one that stood out where I'm just like, yeah, this is the type of shit that's like really been irritating me lately. There's a new one going around about I don't I don't know how new it is, but people just talking about their icks, right? Like, oh, I get the ick from this, and and she was just like, oh, if if he goes on a walk, like that gives me the ick, and it's just like, okay, how many of these do I need to hear? that are just like negatively impacting my subconscious, you know, cause like naturally if I hear someone online say like, especially if they're beautiful and they're like, Oh, I get the ick from watching this or seeing somebody do this. Then naturally I'm going to want to not do that whether I agree or not, like subconsciously. Right. Which isn't a big deal when we're just talking about this one video, but if we're talking about, 300 videos a week that might be planting those types of seeds in my brain then I don't I don't know that I necessarily want that so and that's a me problem I, I was consuming at, at way too high of a clip than then was healthy and yeah I'm kind of letting that stuff get in my brain so that I know that's kind of like an extreme example but I'm just saying a lot of things like that are the reasons that I didn't want to consume on the flip side I also just wanna start being more in the moment. You know, I when I've been going to barbecues lately, I've been going to parties, been going to to whatever, I just leave my phone in the car. It's I just leave my phone in the car. And it forces me to, to interact. You know, I don't have that awkward bailout that I can just you know, things get a little awkward, I can just grab my phone and, and kind of poke around on there. No, nah, I gotta go join a new circle. Yo, what's up? What's up, Blazik? Nice to meet you. Um, but yeah, like I'm okay with that. That's what that's what I want. I want I want my life to just be a little bit more real. I want, you know, that's like that's I feel like why a lot of us get into sobriety is we want our life to be a little bit more real. And you know, I think that this is the next step for me. This is the next evolution, is that I I start engaging in the real world more. And, you know, my anxiety used to be so elevated that like I kind of retreated from the real world. I seeked out a job that was purely remote. I, you know, even just a year and a half ago, I I didn't go to my company. My company had like an on site where they flew everyone out to California. Like, yo, come meet your coworkers. I didn't go because I was too anxious. And I'm just not in that stage of my life anymore. And I, I, I want to take advantage of that. I want to dive into the real world. I want to go meet people. I want to be around people. I want to see the real in the the world. You know, like I want to s- experience the real. And I know it's it's probably extreme. I'm I sometimes have to be an extreme person because I don't, you know, if if I have the apps on my phone, I'm I'm not gonna be able to stop from getting on them and I'm not gonna I'm gonna post I'm gonna post stories I'm gonna watch all that shit I'm gonna do it if it's on my phone so I kind of have to be extreme with it and just and just get rid of it but yeah I it's not a I don't have a time time frame on it it's just something that I want to I want to do I want to disconnect I want to be living the the realist version of of life for me and since i struggle with moderation in multiple areas of my life it's it's kind of the only way that i know how to do it so yeah that's that was one of the big things that came from from my my reflection and my time off was like yeah i i want to i want to engage in the real world and and kind of stop staying and i'm trying to say yes more i'm trying to say yes more i've I've been, been saying yes to events, to invites, and it's been cool. I've met a lot of new people, and and you know that's gonna be interesting, right? Like, how do you keep up with people when you don't have an Instagram? I don't know. I don't know, but we're gonna figure it out. But yeah, just being able to, to say yes is is something that's gonna be a skill that I have to learn because my natural instinct is to say no. If, if I'm invited, I'm like, eh, yeah unless it's like real close friends, my, my natural instinct is to say no, but yeah, I mean, the, like the, the takeaway from this reflection is let's go out there in the real world. Let's see what's, what, what happens. Let's go experience life. Like let's go live. That is, uh, that's kind of the, the goal here. So yeah, the time off was great. And then, tomorrow i kind of have this crazy thing that's going to be happening i'm 30 years old so it's wild that at 30 years old 30 years old i'll be experiencing this for the first time in my adult life but god this is wild to say tomorrow is going to be my first day of work that i go in sober in my adult life it's crazy right and just to make sure that you're understanding me right Every other job that I've had in my adult life, on the first day of work, I've always gone in drunk. So if that's what you thought that I said, then yeah, that's that's what I said. Um, probably ever since I was like eighteen or nineteen, start a new job, I I had to had to. I thought I had to get rid of those jitters, and I would just drink. I'd wake up at like six a.m. If I had to be there at eight, I would like wake up at six. First thing I would do is make my mix. So I would the night before I would go buy vodka, um, chocolate milk. I know I've got a lot of shade for the the vodka chocolate milk combo that I used to do, but I did it. Um, yeah, I would I would mix that in the morning and start drinking about six thirty in the morning and. I'll never you know, I'll I'll never forget that when I moved to Dallas, I was doing that and I had roommates in Dallas and I just met this guy. I had moved to Dallas and never met him. And he walked out into the kitchen when I was making my my mixed drink at like six thirty in the morning. We'd known each other a few few days, maybe. And he was like drinking already, like kind of like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm like nervous for like, I I thought it was so normal. Like in my brain, that was not the craziest thing in the world, which is just insane that my brain was like, yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I drink? So yeah, tomorrow, (laughs) tomorrow will be my first sober first day of work in my adult life. Just, I mean, just saying that makes me realize how much of a problem I had. Like, what the fuck? what the fuck and yeah it'll be it'll be cool I'm I'm really not that worried like I'm excited to to go shake some hands meet some people like yeah I'm gonna have to do some uncomfortable stuff but you know what that's part of life that's part of life in sobriety is that you do uncomfortable things and that's okay you go on the first date sober it's uncomfortable yeah maybe the first 30 seconds is a little awkward then you're good Maybe when I introduce myself to my teammates, I'm a little, you know, I'm not as smooth as I thought that I was when I was drinking. <laughs> and notice I said thought that I was because it was probably an illusion. But you know what? We move on. We get rolling. Um, this is, yeah, like it. it's not worth fucking drink. Like I, I even remember back then when I wasn't trying to be sober, I remember how shitty I would feel starting that early in the day and i would normally do it the first week or so um i mean at one job i was drinking every day no matter what but typically i would drink in the mornings for the first week or so till i kind of like eased into it but i just remember like i would get off work because i drink all throughout the day i would just bring like gatorades with vodka in them. also like people had to have known right like no one ever said anything, and I kept like Listerine at my desk, and I would brush my teeth at lunch, and but like people had to have known, right? How did... I mean? But I don't know, also because I feel like I would get fired for that, and my managers were always around, so I don't, I don't fucking know, but um, yeah, it's it's just crazy to think about that. I would do that, and and I would get home at six o'clock at night and be so physically and emotionally drained from drinking all day. Like I, I mean, it was like I was at the bar for nine hours. You know, it's sad that I thought that I had to do that. It's it's it's, and that was not that long ago. Like that was not that long ago. It was four years ago. And, god, yeah, that's that's one where I can like give myself a pat on the back and be like, pat on the back and be like, proud of you, bro. Like you, you. I mean, I know we don't need like a congratulations for going to work sober. Like that's that's a pretty standard thing to do. But when you look at like where I came from, I mean, goddamn, that's that like we broke that and that counts for something, you know, like woof. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually kind of hard for me to think back on and, and realize I was doing that. It's just, I mean, that's crippling, you know, that's crippling alcoholism right there when you're drinking because you can't even go to work. Like you can't even fathom going to work. That's, that is not a good good place to be in so yeah i mean you know i've had slips during my I, I mean what it's been two and a half years now has it been two and a half i think so no probably probably about two years um i've had my slips and like i'm definitely not proud of those by any means but also like the fact that drinking before work tomorrow is not even an option is, I mean, that's progression, I guess. I i, I don't know. I feel kind of silly saying that because I'm sure 90% of the people listening are like, what the fuck? Like, dude, you can't be proud of yourself for going to work sober. And, and I, I mean, I'm having that thought and it was me. But it's still like the fact that my brain is we've rewired my brain to where that's not an option where it used to be literally the only option like going to work sober would not have been an option isn't that crazy like and i'm dead ass serious like i am dead ass serious i would not have considered going to to work sober on my first day it it wouldn't even be an option like i started drinking I started this like trend in college. Like the first day of school in college. So I was 18. And then it was just like, yeah, the first day of class. So every first class I would be drunk for for the whole the full week. And then any presentation day, I would be drunk. Any interview day, like any first day of work. Yeah, it got sloppy. Like it, it definitely got sloppy. So yeah I, I'm, I'm just like i'm happy I'm. <laughs> it's it sounds pathetic i know it sounds pathetic but i am happy that that we've progressed to this point and and like tomorrow is is like yeah i'm gonna go in sober i'm gonna be confident too i'm not even gonna be like oh my god i'm not drinking like, like i'm gonna i'm gonna walk in be confident i got hired to do this job because i know i'm gonna be good at it like that that says a lot you know So I should have confidence as I go into this this work or this new job and and present myself as such. And this I actually told this uh, my manager during the interview process that I was sober. Yeah, I've never done that before, but I I didn't necessarily plan to do it. It just kind of came up in the sense of he was asking what hobbies I had i was talking about you know creating i mentioned the podcast and then i was like yeah it's it's a sobriety podcast i've i've been sober uh, for two years now and yeah, yeah i like legit just talked to him about it I've, I've done that in two interviews and in one interview the ceo of the company was sober so it's pretty interesting how that stuff works like it, it definitely feels like we can be alienated at times, you know, to to be like in a setting that's not our friends or whatever to be like, yeah, I'm sober. But when you say that, their brains is like, oh, either I'm sober or like my cousin's sober, my brother's sober, my boss, your CEO, like whatever it might be. There's always that connection, it feels like. And I don't know. I just don't feel like it has the the stigma that it once once carried. So yeah, um, I don't know if, if any of you are like open in your sobriety when it comes to the workplace or if you talk about that at all at work uh, or if you hide it, I would be curious too if you hide it um, what that what like why what that looks like. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I could see how I mean'' I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's getting off social media right now because I want privacy. So I could see why maybe you want to hide your sobriety if you feel that you're going to be judged by it and maybe you would be you know if it's not the right manager it's not uh someone that's kind of open and shit like i could see how maybe they would judge you and you would you would want to hold it back because of that but yeah um i think that operating sobriety like navigating sobriety in the the workplace is kind of an interesting topic i know that julia I remember we talked about that one episode that she had like just recently, I think, started telling people that that she was sober um, at work, and we were probably six months into the the podcast at that time, so maybe around her one year. Um, but yeah, I'll have to bring that up on the next podcast that we do together. What else? What else? What else? Those are really the only two things I jotted down that I wanted to talk about. Was was my time off and and starting the new job. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. So hope everyone has a great Tuesday, and you know, sending you all the the vibes and energy this week. And yeah, we will talk to you later. Peace.